Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Previously on The Connor Happer Show. I see no path to victory. No path. No path to victory tonight. Okay, that is a little strong for me, Josh. But you've been a little strong the entire season. The only thing that you're saying can will Nebraska to victory is... Magic! Is magic. Little flakes of magic. They have magic. They they, they can do magic. Mass thought about the three. Now he'll try the three. And it's tied at 65. Missed shot by Chucky. And there's the ball game. The Huskers win it. Final score in overtime. Nebraska 80, Wisconsin 72. And another court storming. Storm that court. Just storm that puppy. I got the magic in me. Every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. Everybody knows I got the magic in me. It's the Connor Happer Show with Connor Happer and Josh Otzen. On 1620, The Zone. Well, well, well. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Connor Happer Show. You're on 1620, The Zone. And on 1620thezone.com, I am Connor Happer. Across from me is Josh Hodson. He's got an interesting look on his face right now. Yep. We, uh, we apologize. How could I not have accounted for magic? Silly me. You must account for it. Ken Palm knows about the magic. They the little under, Ken Palm thing he has they, magic. They know about the magic. They know about the magic. Uh, so welcome into the show. Just a little sprinkle of magic last night at Pinnacle Bank Arena for Nebraska basketball, who clinches up another signature victory and, uh, and moves in position to be dancing. 16 and 6 on the year, 6 and 5 in the league, couple good road tests ahead, but needed one at home last night and got it. Some said that there was no path. No path. You heard it in our open if you were if you did hear it. If you were listening along with us or watching along with us on YouTube, you didn't hear it. I would advise you to just check it out on the uh on the radio replays when it goes up here in just a little bit. Um Josh Hodson yesterday on the show claims there's an, I see no path. I see no path. And I said, Josh, that seems a little bit strong. Don't you think? I see a path to magic. And there was, and I got to say that path was really dwindling in that first half. Now to be, <laughs> to be clear yesterday, and I want to be very transparent. It's the year of transparency in 2024, Josh. I did say that I thought Nebraska you know, if there was a path last night, it'd be 40 minutes of magic. <laughs> Turned out to be just 25. Just, yeah, That's just, all they needed. Nah. 25 minutes of pure, unadulterated magic at Pinnacle Bank Arena last night as Nebraska beats Wisconsin, the number six team in the country. Currently, the proud owners of two top 10 victories at home. And like I said, 
puts themselves uh, in a position uh, to be dancing here in just a few weeks. Certainly in a better position, that's all. There's still a lot of a lot of road left to go. Jeff says in the text line, Hi, Jeff. Josh looks so unhappy, and I'm all for it. Jesse says, love the open. Joel says, fantastic open. So, Josh, you get some kudos for doing a great open. But I could just see you're, you're, the whole time you're in one of those production studios, you're making the open. It's like, why well, do I have to do this? I have to what come the- in early <laughs> on a Friday and make this stupid open for this stupid team that just won't lose. Uh, that's the thing about Nebraska basketball, Josh. You don't know, no, you don't know when it's coming. Well, I, I think I do know when it's coming. It just has to be at home su- Sunday when they play on the road or in the NCAA tournament when it's not at PBA. Oh, okay. Or in the Big Ten tournament when that's not at PBA. Now, now we haven't investigated this yet because we have. Well, I, actually, to be fair, Nebraska has played one neutral site game this year, and they wrecked Oregon State. A very very hey, good Oregon State team. They beat Arizona. Oregon State's done some things this year. Not very much, but they have done some things. A not at all bottom of the barrel Oregon State team. Not at all, but they played one neutral site game this year, and they had a little bit of magic in that game, Josh. So who's to say that all it takes for the magic to occur is Nebraska having a little bit of a home crowd advantage behind them? And it's not necessarily just the friendly confines of Pinnacle Bank Arena and their home court and the rims and the sight lines and all that stuff. Maybe it's just that crowd gives them that extra push that they need. And Fred Hoiberg's pressing all the right buttons. We will dive into Nebraska basketball's win last night. Uh, We'll take a peek at their NCAA tournament chances. Uh, I will ask you to please shut up about the court storming. Please. Don't don't come at me with this. There was one... Jack Wagon on Twitter, who was like... Act like you've been, act there, like you've before. been there before. Give me a break. Nebraska's literally not been there before. All right? So, no. Storm that court. It's great. Um, we'll talk about Creighton tonight. We also have tickets to tonight's Creighton game. Oh, yeah. I Remember, forgot. Josh? <laughs> Some tough opportunities for you to get in the building tonight. <laughs> great news is you have plenty of time to go back home and gather all your stuff because the game's freaking tips off at 8 o'clock. Uh, also, a little Maverick Mojo. Do not fight it. Last night, um, happy Groundhog Day, and we'll jump into some other things. Uh, coming up on the show today, we will not talk to Brian Munson, although there is some interesting recruiting stuff going on. But I wanted to give you all an ample opportunity to do whatever you you know can't, whatever you want to Josh, you know, for the next few minutes. So we're going to clear out some room. We're going to run an ISO play for you guys. We'd be happy if you joined us. Uh, Brian Christopherson will join at eleven thirty. We'll talk the hoops with him and Stephen M. Sipple. At 12.30, that's the lineup powered by the referees at John Higgins. Weather Guard, want to hear from you, 402-951-1620 on the 42 Degrees of Source Hotline. You can also text that number, tweet at Happer Show at Connor Happer on the JTEC Construction Zone Twitter feed, and email Connor at or Josh O at 1620thezone.com on the Equitable Bank Zone inbox. We say good morning to our YouTube watchers this morning. Hi, hello, Car Wash Week Day 5. If you haven't got in yet, it's time. Do it. Do it now. And uh, that, that stream is easily findable on our website, 1620thezone.com. Okay, to the phones right away. You before us today. Drew's on the line. Hey, what's up, Drew? Yeah, morning, guys. My internet in West Omaha can be a little spotty off and on. And I guess it was out 
when Nebraska played at Kansas State, can Josh tell me who won? Who won that game? Interesting question. Nebraska and Kansas State. Remember that game, Josh? In Manhattan, Kansas. In yeah. Manhattan, Kansas. He, yeah, do you remember who won? What year? He, what year was this? <laughs> I believe it was this season. I could be wrong. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay. I think it was during the year 2023 is Looks, the game you're referencing. I'm, I'm seeing a 62-46 win for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Okay, cool. All right, and, you know, like I said, I way west Omaha, we don't have the best internet. Now, it might not have been this season, but I know the Huskers were in Omaha recently. I And they played the team that had a bunch of people, and Dennis were there, and Cardigans. What happened when Nebraska played um, Creighton? Creighton. Last year's team? He's talking about last year, yeah. Yeah, 90% of this year's team is last year's team, but yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I remember hearing something about Nebraska winning, yes. Hmm. Yeah, you'd like to win a little bit more on the road. Enough silliness. Yeah, they you need more than well one. on the road in spots. No, they don't need to, actually. Um, they're going to be in the dance as long as they don't lose out. Oh, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, yeah, you just want to kind of just so Josh can move on to something like, well, they haven't won on a Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about about to get in. Don't reveal the playbook. And you, you don't want it on your conscience and my insurance. All right, thanks, guys. (laughs) Thank you, Drew. Drew, bring the facts to the table. Now, if I'm playing judge here, um, I'd like to I'd like to go ahead and overrule the last exhibit into the argument. Yeah, you can't use last you year. You can't talk about last year. It doesn't it, it's not it it doesn't matter that 90 it, and by the way, 90% of this year's team is not last 90% of this team is not last year's team. That's that's not the truth for Nebraska basketball. Um they they, they didn't have all, I mean, they have what? Three new people in their starting lineup? So, no, that's not the case. Um, but, so we'll throw that out the window. That's okay. Josh, your reaction to the fact that Nebraska won on the road on December uh, 17th. And do you uh, remember that? what other road wins do they have this year? They have a Should we go through those? Yeah. Should well, we go through every single other road win Nebraska has this year? Do you want to go through all of the road games that they've played? We could do that. Yeah, sure. Now, I, I will remind people that last night for Nebraska, it was a home game. It was yeah. a home game. Yeah. It was a great win. They won that game. Um, but their road games have been against Minnesota. And what happened? Nebraska started 0-1 on the road. Mm. Then they beat Kansas State, and they were 1-1. Mm. Then they lost to Wisconsin. Then they lost to Iowa, Rutgers, and Maryland. But that was then, and this is now, Josh. Well, Maryland was wearing black shirts in the crowd. So. Yep. Can't expect him to perform under those circumstances. No. Insurmountable. Hey, um, like Drew said, went on the road, went home, pff, don't care. Doesn't, it, it, you know, no, it like, doesn't matter. They're going to the tournament. You, whoa, mm, Josh likes to really jump to absolutes here, and I, I just can't. I can't. I can't say that with great certainty hmm. yet. No. No, no, no. no. I cannot do that. Two I, top six wins, but not, I, good, not good enough. I will say, if you do, if like if you do the thing where you win all the rest of your home games and you lose all the rest of your road games, yeah, you you you're probably going to end up on the right side of the bubble. Yeah, if you still won on the road, then 
you're in even better shape. If you steal two on the road, sure. you're in even better shape, and you just keep on going from there. That's, of course, assuming they win all the rest of their home games as well. We can evaluate those chances as we uh, go on a little bit later throughout the show. I want to get into some let, – let, let's just talk about last night's game a little bit. Do it against UConn. Um, why do they have to beat UConn now, Josh? Defending champs. Josh is moving the goalposts all the time. Felt a little Creighton-y at first last night, didn't it, for Nebraska? Just like you had the extra rest. You had the – just felt like it was kind of overhyped and overthought, getting run out of the gym. It was sloppy. There was turnovers everywhere. They weren't running anybody off the three-point line. They were letting Wisconsin get second-chance points, and it was the whole thing. And I'm just like, whoa, this is uh, – that is not what I expected last night. But that's not what – because I – like – just going into any game, I generally can't expect the the polar ends of the spectrum for Nebraska basketball. And the fact of the matter is, for Nebraska basketball, the spectrum is wide. The range is extremely wide. How bad they can play, how good they can play. So therein lies the problem. They will play really well for a period of time. They will play really poorly for a period of time. It was first half, second half Minnesota. It was first half, second half last night, flipped over. Um, it was the whole game against Creighton where they were on the other side, you know, the bad side of the spectrum. And, you know, you look at some of their other important games. This, you know, it was it was the whole thing against Purdue. And, you know, they got the overtime last night, and it was the whole thing in overtime last night as well. And so you, when you try to predict things, you're like, okay, I know what the range is. Let's go ahead and say that they're going to end up somewhere in the middle of it. For Nebraska basketball, we've seen a lot of the good and a lot of the bad. Um, and they've put it together in the good way in a couple of the most important games of the season to this point. And I, I talked about this yesterday going in. Remember with Fred and he's crumpling up the load management game plan and stuff like that? I thought he hit, he hammered that big red button at halftime. I think that was like, I think that was Nebraska jumping out of a plane. And their first shoot broke, and their second shoot broke, and Fred Hoiberg had to press that big red button for their third and final shoot. And what it was, how it manifested itself, was them really getting after it at halftime. Fred goes, I laid into him. We we got after this team. And he said, he, you know, and Fred doesn't do that. Um, Cojones were questioned, it sounds like. Uh-huh. There is no doubt about it. And, you know, they came out and they looked like a completely completely different team in the second half. So give credit to Fred Hoiberg. He pressed the right button at halftime. And then you have C.J. Wilcher, who's on an all-time heater. Mass hit some big ones. Um, and credit Fred as well for the handling of Keisei Tominaga. They don't, you know, like, I, I appreciate this because when you you build a team kind of around, I don't I don't want to say that Nebraska specifically built it around Casey Tominaga. You build a team or kind of around a guy, or he's one of your featured players. He's one of your dudes. The fans love him, right? They come out and they want to see Casey Tominaga. You think of Nebraska basketball and you think Casey Tominaga, but they've gotten to the point where they've realized we can't play him on defense, and if he's not hitting on shots on shots on offense, we can't we can't stick with him while he shoots his way out of whatever he's in right now. We can't we can't do it because on offense he becomes unplayable as well. And so they're just like, hey, we can't do this right now. We gotta go win the basketball game. And you know, people ask questions, uh, oh, where's K We need to get him more shots and we need to do this and this and this. 
Doesn't matter. Nebraska's find a way to win basketball games. 40, 40 minutes of magic, 25 minutes of magic last night. They flat out stunk with him on the court. Nebraska was bad with Casey Tomonaga on the court last night. And, you know, that's something that you'll have to, like, work through and evaluate going forward. Like, I have the plus minuses. You know what it says, Josh? What does it say? Casey Tomonaga, minus 16. Mm. Jamarcus Lawrence, minus 17. Jawan Gary, plus 21. Bryce Williams, plus 20. C.J. Wilcher, plus 16. Sam Hoiberg, plus 14. Rick Mass, plus 2. Josiah Alec, flat zero. Minus 17 and minus 16 for two year starters. And guess who wasn't on the court at the end of the game? Those two. Jamarcus did some okay things. But they were just like, yeah, we're, we're not going to do this tonight. He's 1 of 7. He's 0 for 4 from 3. Can't do it. Can't play you. He had two points. So credit Fred Hoiberg for, for handling that well. And, and then we can talk about CJ Wilcher, too, and sort of what he's done. I mean, I tweeted out last night, but Kempom has this. Um, this offensive rating metric where, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's based on minutes that you play and the amount of shots that you get up and how efficient you are in those shots and turnovers and all this stuff like that. And you look at CJ Wiltshire and, you know, so 100 is about average. It's like OPS plus in baseball, right? They say 100 is about average and any, you go, you know, any, any point you go over 100 is above average, and any point you go below 100 is below average. And C.J. Wilcher has been up and down throughout his career. He's had some really, really low moments, but in Nebraska's two biggest games this year, two biggest wins this year, C.J. Wilcher had a 187 offensive rating last night and a 200 offensive rating against Purdue. And the only reason he didn't have a higher offensive rating last night is because he played so many minutes, like because he played 27 minutes, and he got – you know, made the five threes, made three free throws, didn't turn the turn the basketball over. I mean, he was awesome last night. And for all of you who are like, hey, uh, Big Ten, sixth man of the year, I don't know. I've never seen anybody, like, yell about that as much as I was. it was yelled about last He's going to get his flowers. He's, he's going to get his flowers. Don't worry. Um, even if it was just last night. Big Ten Studio Show was very excited about the potential of him winning that award six man, that like, I did not know yeah, existed. Go ahead and name me any other Big Ten Six Man of the Year ever, and tell me if it if it matters at all. Like he's gonna get his flat. Like we, I, I mean, he they they don't win either of those two games without C.J. Wilcher, um, and so credit that guy for you know hanging in there and what he's done with his body and and being able to you know step up and make plays when Nebraska's needed him to. He's kind of still a liability on defense. But, like, you need the guy to get on a heater. He's been that guy, not Kese Tominaga. Um, and so, I mean, all of that stuff put together last night ended up in the in the win for Nebraska basketball. Let me get to a couple stats here. Uh, real quick, can I name you one former Big Ten Sixth Man of the Year? Please do. Draymond Green. <laughs> Perfect. They should call it the Draymond Green Memorial Award. They should. This one was definitely going around last night from Stats. AP top 10 teams had won 1,458 consecutive games when leading by 16-plus points at halftime coming into today. Once again, AP top 10 teams had won 1,458 games in a row when leading by 16 or more at half. Nebraska basketball broke that streak last night. The last such loss by an AP top 10 team when they were up by 16 or more at half was by number 6 Kentucky at Mississippi State on January 5th, 2002. This happen, hasn't happened in 20-plus years, Josh. And then there was the 
the the set that they flashed up on BTN last night, which was the win leading by 15 plus at halftime, and Wisconsin was 120 and 0 since 2000. Yeah, and Nebraska was one in 60 since 2000, and they flipped that thing over last night. Uh, here's one of my favorite ones, Josh. You could throw this up on the uh, on the stream now, if you have it. I do. Uh, this is the Ken Palm win probability chart from Nebraska basketball last night. As you can see, if you're watching along with us on the stream, um, that thing got way up there. At its highest point, I believe it was sitting around 3% for Nebraska to win the game, 3 to 5% for Nebraska to win the game, like 95 97% for Wisconsin to win the game. And then you see it just goes down and down. Nebraska hits a 20-3 to run. And then I think maybe the most impressive part was getting that thing all the way back to Tide, which seemed like a, a furious, obviously a furious rally to do so. Getting it all the way back to the Tide, the amazing things they had to do, stops on defense, um, turnovers, like they did everything right during that period of time. Wisconsin gave them some stuff too. I don't want to take any credit away from what they did. It was an incredible comeback. But to get that game tied and then for Klesmet to heat up, and knock down two threes in a row and kind of just like, oh, well, this is how it goes. Great. Thanks for breaking the spirit. And you'll see that's where it happens at about that six or seven minute mark there. That win probability just shoots right back up for Wisconsin into the, you know, into the 80, 85% range. And then Nebraska, you know, keeps battling back and they hit another one and they hit another one and they finally get it to overtime. And it was on Nebraska in overtime. And uh, I mean, that, I, I know the ESPN win probability chart was. 98.3 yep. very early in the second it, half. It looked, it looked pretty similar. It looked the same. little magic, Josh. little magic. Silly me for not accounting for... I accounted for it. Magic. I accounted for it. Why didn't you believe me, Josh? I've been spot on about this team all year long. I've, I've warned you about it. I feel like I can see the future. And I've warned you about it many times, and you have not heeded my warnings. So you're gonna book a stay at the in the city where Nebraska will go for the NCAA tournament. I'm yes? not willing to tell you that they're certainly going to the NCAA tournament. Oh, but you were willing to tell us Nebraska football's going to a bowl game. I was. I was more confident about that. They were one win away. All it took was one more win. I can't tell you with any sort of certainty that Nebraska will go undefeated at home the rest of the way. You and they, can see the future though. I can see I can see the 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 many out I'm not Doctor Strange yet. <laughs> I haven't whittled it down to one. One damn out. I haven't whittled it down to one. I've got I got a few different outcomes that are that are setting up. Uh we get a couple emails here. Sure. <laughs> From Zach. Hi Zach. Subject line, quote, Nebraska can't win on the road. This isn't exclusive to Nebraska. Conference-wide Big Ten basketball teams win less than three out of ten games on the road. And even those few road wins are heavily weighted to Purdue and Wisconsin. Those two teams account for like 75% of Big Ten road wins this season. It's hard to win on the road in Big Ten basketball. Nebraska will beat Michigan on the road. Oh. Counter, uh, counter agreed with himself there. I think I think that Zach right was the emailer's name. Yeah, yeah, I think Zach's right. I I mean, I I'm not I'm not I'm not holding it against Nebraska for for not winning on the road. I think 
The tough part about it of what they've done so far is that they've had two really good chances to win games on the road and blew them both. Just think, there is a there is a real life world where Nebraska is eighteen and four right now. Just don't poop your pants on the road. There's a real life world where they're eighteen and four right now, and they're and they're eight and three in the league. And they're fighting for a Big Ten title, right? That so, would be insane. Yeah, it's it's not actually not. It's actually not that crazy. They were they're about a couple minutes away from road wins at, um, uh, well Rutgers for sure. And then I guess I, you know, I, I guess the other one was probably Minnesota, but I don't know the way they played in the second half. Um, we get another email here from uh, John. Hi, John. So Josh is going to play this as if it was magic, and he just doesn't know how the how the magician performed the trick yet. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how I'm going to play it. <laughs> Josh, you're so angry. Not accounting for mysterious inabilities. Uh, I want to talk about this coming back here. Eric writes, and he says, I'd love to get Nebraska our first uh, win in the NCAA tournament, but even if... Even if we don't make it, we pretty much take first place on the NIT, taking a home court advantage every game, right? Again, let's just win it. Uh, let's just get a win in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I want to talk about those chances in a, in a little bit here. Um, obviously, we got some other stuff coming up on the show today as well. But we got to squeeze a break in our first break. Do you believe in magic? Josh, obviously, uh, he's still perplexed a little bit by the magic. A little bit of magic last night. Brian Christofferson coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're up next to the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.